Hello, this is Miriam Knight from New Consciousness Review. We're speaking today with Reverend Elke Silla McCartney. Elke has been a spiritual teacher for 25 years and a lifelong seer. She offers her services to the planet as a spiritual counselor and through her books, which are filled with warmth and humor. Today, we're going to discuss her book, Downloading a Friendly Universe, a unique collection of conversations or downloads from an unlikely source, us. <laughs> okay, Elka, let's start with this source. That. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the we that is speaking? Well, as you said in that very nice intro, um, this book is a collection of what I came to call downloads. I would um, be just minding my own business and maybe having a, a discussion with my husband on the sofa or over coffee or what have you and um, I would feel this presence within me that would would feel like somebody trying to um, to get through to me mm -hmm. you know how sometimes those of us who are intuitive can feel that somebody's about to call and then they call well the friendly universe came to call <laughs> and, uh, and so I I happen to have uh, now with me all the time a little digital recorder that I click on and out will pop 3,000 to 4,000 words of a download. And these downloads, it, it felt like, again, it felt like it, being in the presence of an old friend or a bunch of old friends, almost in a, in a tribal sense. Mm -hmm. And um, so um, these downloads would come through and it was a, a group voice, a they. Um, they called themselves a friendly universe. And um, I finally asked, I, I said, by the way, who are you? You know, you seem so familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, I wasn't afraid of the answer, but I had just a, just a touch of trepidation because I was hoping they wouldn't say, well, we're from the planet XYZ, <laughs> you know. Uh, but no, 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 no. They were from our very own planet, and it's us. You've heard of the term higher self, right? Right. Right. Um, or our higher aspect or our um, being, mm -hmm. the being part of the human being. Why do we have that term? You know, there's a human of us, there's the being of us. Our soul, our spirit number of names and apparently this is a collection a group collective of us speaking to us wow wow so that's why i was so familiar you wrote the book miriam you co-wrote it <laughs> so where do i send the royalty check huh? <laughs> now not only do you suggest that the universe is conscious, you also mention that it's friendly. Yes. Okay, I want to know why you think so, and what difference should it make to us, whether it's friendly or not. Well, I'd like to answer that by way of my birthday mate. Born on March 14th was also born um, Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. And Albert Einstein was purported to have been asked what's the greatest question we can ask ourselves as humanity, right? And um, he said, well, probably with a great German accent, I think the greatest uh, question we can ask is, is the, friend, is the universe friendly? Mm -hmm. And he went on to say, because if we 
feel that the universe is not friendly, it's a hostile and cold place, and, and you know, frankly, I think that's how we most of the time uh, mm -hmm. consider the universe, it's a cold, hostile place out there. He said, we'll pour all our resources, everything we've got, into defending against that cold, hostile, unfriendly universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, if we saw the, the universe as not friendly, but not unfriendly as well, but it's God playing dice with us. Right. Then we're going to feel at, feel at the whim of God or the universe, and we don't know where we stand, and so we're always going to be kind of in a place of, of, of being afraid or just kind of a low-grade fear. However, if we saw the universe as a friendly place, then we're going to pour all our intentions, our energy, our resources into discovering what is that. So to me, um, when these downloads started coming through and I knew that I was going to actually put this into some kind of a form, like a book, mm -hmm. um, I discovered through through their beautiful wise words that the universe is indeed friendly. And for, for me, the definition of a friendly universe is accepting of all. No exceptions. Accepting of all. No exceptions. None. And you're talking about all being all, all events, all, all people? All events, people, everything that's on this planet and in the greater universe, um, the known and unknown universe, all is accepted in a friendly universe. Mm -hmm. We are allowed, if you will, to be anything we wish to be, to act as we will. I know that um, they, they talk often in these downloads about how we have uh, adopted a um, pattern of unbridled destruction and defense against that destruction. And then more destruction and then defense against that destruction, and on and on, destruction and defense, destruction and defense, etc. Now, that doesn't seem too terribly friendly, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, look around us, and it just looks like bad news all around and getting worse to a lot of us, mm -hmm. myself included sometimes. You know, but in a friendly universe, that is allowed too. Everything is, and it's in that allowance, that compassion, that... The, the world and the universe is actually friendly. So the allowance <laughs> gives us uh, permission or room to create whatever we will. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We have permission to create. We have permission to destroy. We have permission to be in this world any way we choose it. And my faith is in that friendly universe now. Mm -hmm. So... If that is actually true, you know, let's just say that that's true. We have that permission. It's implicit because here we are. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you want to create then? Right. What do you want to destroy? Do you want to destroy old habits that are no longer working for you? Do you want to destroy old uh, structures that are no longer working for the world? Do you want to destroy um, the ecosystem? What? What? What do you want to do with that power? What do you want to create in your life? You know, same thing. Mm -hmm. Do you want to create a world of well-being? You know, then you'll throw your energy, you'll drive your intentions that way. And again, that's why I really feel that it is a friendly universe rather than an unfriendly universe. 
Now, your book speaks to an awakening happening on the planet. Yes. And, you know, who, who do you think is waking up, and what are we waking up to? Uh, well, you said the, the who. Mm -hmm. It is us. us. It's we. Um, the grand awakening of humanity, according to the downloads, and according to me, uh, you know, it, this is nothing new. Um, in Buddhism, they talk about an awakening. In, even in the mystical traditions of Judaism and Christianity, there's an awakening. Uh, the, you know, the waking up process it has been chatted about all over the place, but the way I see it is we are waking up to us. We're waking up to who we truly are as uh, spirits inhabiting a human form, as a consciousness inhabiting mm -hmm. a human form. And so, what we are actually waking up to is all of it, the entire game, what we are actually up to here. Um, and so, oh, a long time ago, a wonderful, wise uh, mentor of mine, when I first started waking up to some of my gifts, I see auras, right? I see what are called energy fields around every just about everything, um, humans, animals, plants, etc. So my world is a very colorful world. It's a little bit of a complicated world. <laughs> um, but at first, it was, it was difficult. And um, I was whining and complaining to this mentor, who was also a seer from Africa, actually. And he said to me, Hey, look, Elke, you know, just because you're waking up and are more aware... It doesn't mean that you're just going to be more aware of the pretty bits, oh. the beautiful, the lovely, the light. You know, you're going to be aware of all. Mm -hmm. So that's our awakening too, because we need to awaken to all of it, all of our patterns, all of our choices and decisions, all of our intentions, um, because if we don't, well... And we'll just keep driving, you know, on that road mm -hmm. and that circular road. <laughs> destruction and defense, destruction and defense. And so I feel that the awakening will provide us the opportunity to set our intentions elsewhere, perhaps for um, well-being. Yet we also need to know what, what are we doing? What choices are we making? To what result? So we're waking up to that too. It sounds like another thing that we're waking up to is our actual power to oh, yes. create and oh, to create yes. for good or for destruction. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we have to be aware of that, mm -hmm. I feel, in order for anything, any kind of a change to occur. You introduce an interesting proposition that there are four forces of consciousness. Yes. Please describe what they are and what they mean. Well, one of the first downloads that came through, the very first download that came through, um, outpoured the following statement. Consciousness is the basis of the universe. Mm -hmm. And there are four forces of consciousness at play all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, and they are creation, destruction, love, and essence. Um, I was astonished by these statements. And something rang very true about it, that consciousness is the basis of the universe, not matter and antimatter, not anything else. It's consciousness. Mm -hmm. And just like the four forces of physics, um, what are they? Gravity, 
electromagnetism, strong and weak nuclear force, and they were suggesting that there are four forces of consciousness. So, creation is the force that creates all the time, all the time, all the time, any form, a book, an atom, a quark, a star, you, your hair, your necklace, this camera, the internet, everything, anything, any form, the force of creation is at play. And that's happening all the time. Then the force of destruction, you know, we see destruction often as an, uh, kind of a negative force. But it's uh, not. It is just simply a force of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And um, this, so destruction, something is created, it has a lifespan, and then at the end of that particular time span or lifespan, it is destroyed and returned to the, to the, to the all in all, to the, to the nothing, mm -hmm. to consciousness. Mm -hmm. So um, destruction destroys. Then love was quite powerful uh, when they described love. Love is the great allowance. It allows all. Um, love also provides the opportunity for a form, you, me, a quark, an atom, whatever, to have a time span, to have a lifespan, you see? Love is that force that allows that. I thought that was absolutely fascinating. And then, last but not least, they described essence, and um, they uh, kind of hunted around for a, uh, another word for essence, and the closest that they could come in the English language was purpose. So to all forms, there is an essence or a purpose mm -hmm. or a reason, if you will. Um, and those are the four forces of consciousness. And they are interplaying, you know, all the time, all the time, all the time. We're always creating. We're always destroying. You wouldn't be sitting there if the force of destruction wasn't at play because cells are coming and going and atoms are coming and going. Um, also, um, unbridled growth or creation you know, that could be called cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, you just look at nature and the... Right. The, uh, the seasons, the cycles. The ravens, the vultures, the... Yes. Fungi. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's what I... that Again, to me, that really speaks to a friendly universe. Mm. That these forces are at play all the time. And it is up to us as another force, uh, I mean, as another form in the universe and of consciousness. We are consciousness in a form um, to decide how we're going to play with those forces. Wow. What, did, what did you find most surprising about these messages? Surprising. There were a lot of surprises. <laughs> a lot of surprises. Well, you know, for instance, the four forces of consciousness, I thought, well, that sounds rather big. What is that, you know? Yeah. Um, the other surprise was the we aspect and who the we was, you mm -hmm. know, that it was actually us. And um, and I really do, I feel it. People so are saying like the they recognize... universal mind? Yeah, like a universal mind. Um, not cosmic consciousness. Um, what did Jung call it? I can't remember now. But The uh, unconscious. The, 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 the greater unconscious. Yeah. But, but, but basically, it's what we all tap into. It's a collection of all of our wisdom, our knowing, and again, that, that was a wonderful revelation and somewhat of a surprise too, too that um, that is actually what we're waking up to as well.
We're waking up to what we already know. Um, the other surprise was that it was to be a book. Because at first, it was just conversations with my husband. And then, you know, spirit, if you will, would hold forth, or whatever this was. And I recorded them thinking, wow, this is fantastic messages for us to use. And perhaps I could use it in my work. But no. Um, the big surprise to me was that um, there was a plan for this. Um, in fact, it's not just one book. It, there's not just one book. There's going to be five. They're all entitled. I'm working on book two right now, editing um, the downloads for that. Um, there's more downloads for book three and four. It's just they want to have a book launched every six months, and all manner of forces and people and connections have been you know, placed on my path, including you, to, to, to put this out there and put it together. So I think the great surprise, but also the great delight for me, is how easily uh, this path is, is mm -hmm. to, to walk upon, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do these, do we, do these voices um, give us any indication about the future of humanity? Yes. There's actually a chapter in this particular, or a download in this particular book one, Your Presence is Requested. Um, that is, the future is in your present. So what they were saying is that we are co-creating a future with a conscious universe right now, and now, mm -hmm. and now, and now. Um, but they talk about a lot of actual detailed uh, things in the future, for instance, um, instant communication without the need of any devices like your camera or the computers mm -hmm. or any mm -hmm. of our devices, um, and that would be telepathy. telepathy. And um, that that is already occurring uh, with some. Um, they talk about the future of education, um, will be more supportive of that, of that kind of um, communication and that kind of a uh, um, human. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, that we are creating a world of well-being with well-being being the bottom line rather than, you know, uh, economics and, and commerce and that kind of thing. Not that there's, there's a whole lot of compassion for what we have now, but you can see that structures are being blasted apart, you know, right and left. Mm -hmm. And um, they're saying that it's all for the good but that we're also at a choice point. What are we going to choose to create, to destroy, pour our love into, pour our essence into? Wow. Well, that's been fascinating. And if you want to learn more, uh, you'll have to get Elka's book, Downloading a Friendly Universe. Elka, what is your website? It is downloadingafriendlyuniverse.com. Uh-huh. So we have been speaking with Reverend Elka Silla McCartney, and thank I you. want to thank you very much for being with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Namaste. This is Miriam Knight from New Consciousness Review. Thank you for being with us and join us next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.